from the latest happenings on the diamond. This team will come up with a lot of different things. So for now, we've, we've got cheese heads. It works. To all the insight and expertise on things outside the ballpark. Out on people's pizza. Sorry. Um, no, do not apologize for that much. take. Yeah, it's the correct take. Yeah, we don't have to apologize <laughs> yeah. for being out on deep dish pizza. Just, we only turn to one person. Batter up. It's Sophia Minert on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Brought to you by Ewald Automotive. Shop the Ewald Automotive Group's exclusive best used car selection of over 600 of your favorite cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit any of their eight locations or shop online at ewaldauto.com. And by Century Foods. Win the ultimate baseball fan experience from Century Foods. You could throw out the first pitch, hold the finish line for the famous racing sausages, or be on the field for batting practice. Enter at your local Century Foods. love talking to Sophia Minard every Wednesday here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Sophia, we will get to the baseball stuff momentarily. And look, I know you're in the middle of the baseball season. Brewers have been up and down, up more recently, bouncing back nicely. So maybe you've been more focused on that. But I don't know. Have you seen anything? Are you aware of the Titanic submersible story that is lost and they're trying to find? Are you familiar with the story? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm really fascinated by the story, and I think probably like every girl my age, I grew up with like a semi obsession with Titanic because of the movie. So yeah, I'm I'm in on the story. Well, okay, so but I I'm gotta... not up to date. Has there been any new developments? No, no, no new developments that I've seen as okay. of today. Just kind of based off of what it was yesterday. I was not aware. Josh Dimaggio just came in and educated myself and Chewy on all the different things going on. I also got a text saying apparently this is the fifth trip that this company has taken with the submissible down there of uh, submissible, excuse me. Uh, and obviously it's going to be the last one for this company as well, but it led to the question of from, from the big guy to Josh DiMaggio, would you rather be lost in the ocean or space? Oh God. Um, <laughs> but, but wow. underneath the ocean, not on top of the ocean, right? Yes. It, yes. Correct. Correct. Right. Yeah. You mean like, at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. um, near the yeah. bottom. I mean, who knows where the bottom near actually the bottom. is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I guess. I mean, we've all seen Apollo 13, no, and that. Terrifying. It's all terrifying. Yeah, like, ahead. let's just get, let's just, there's, there's no real right answer here. It's all terrifying. No. It's all terrifying. I'm just going with the likelihood of being found. I want to believe it would be at the bottom of the ocean, but I don't know. Space feels really scary to me. Space, yeah. I mean, space is terrifying. But, I mean, I think Josh DiMaggio made the point of at least you can kind of look out, and, and we've done more mining on the moon than we probably have of the ocean floor. So you might actually have a better chance. It, it would be much more expensive for someone to find you, and maybe they decide it's not worth the expense to save you. But well, I feel like they could at least find you in space. There are over 100,000 unknown species in the ocean, just FYI. Let me ask you this, though. Do you think we decompose in space? No, I mean... I don't think you do. Depends on where you are. It'd be kind of cool floating around forever, no? Well, just like... I mean, I I would certainly take the view. You know, the view would be better than, like, the pitch black ocean. I'm I'm guessing, too, at some point you run out of oxygen, too, right? 
Just like the, these people. No, I'm saying when you die, though, you don't decompose because there's no oxygen to decompose you. So you'd just be like, you know, in 190 years, you'd be like, hey, that was Gabe. <laughs> He doesn't look right. I guess Chewy I, was right. I He's right. I mean, technically, he is right. Chewy He's was wrong, right. right. Also, since you said you were obsessed with the Titanic movie, Sophia, uh, how many times did you go see it in theaters? Oh, my gosh. Too many. Um, too many. And I think everyone will remember that when it came out, it was a two VHS. Set. Oh, yeah. So you could... So you could choose, right? Like, do you want to watch the first half? Do you want to watch the second half? Do you commit to both tapes? Um, I mean, that's how old we are. It was two VHSs because <laughs> it was such a long movie. Um, yeah, but I was I was all in on the Titanic, and I also I didn't I didn't realize until this crisis like how close they were, like getting to Canada, getting to the East Coast. It's like I I guess I never had that perception seeing it on a map <laughs> when they were you know outlining how all of this happened. Um, it's pretty wild to me. I guess I always had this perception that they were just in the middle of nowhere in the Atlantic. Yeah, you thought, just your perception of it was, oh, they were like halfway, you know, and just yeah, somewhere. Exactly. Uh-huh. But no, they were pretty pretty close, because again, this company taking you off the coast of Newfoundland, up in uh, Canada, down. Um, right. Yeah, so it's, it, 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 I, I, I don't think I realized that either, Sophia, and I remember like watching a video when they first found the Titanic, I want to say I was in grade school. Like, that was, like, the big thing. They had finally found the Titanic. There was, like, some National Geographic thing that they had, oh, they had finally found it. And even then, I didn't realize it was as close as it was. Yeah. Yeah. Jacques It it somehow makes it worse. Doesn't make it better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It somehow makes it worse. Like, maybe, again, I'm... I just had this perception that, like, they were halfway or they were just truly out in the middle of nowhere, you know, in a very hopeless situation. And then you realize how close they really were. Sophia, transitioning to the Brewers, do players get exhausted with the swings in baseball where you win five and you lose seven in a row? And the reason I ask this, I go back to our Super Bowl year where we got banged up in the middle of the season and – We lose two games in a row. We lose to Kansas City. We lose to Dallas, both on the road. And then we go to St. Louis, and they are like 3-13. and But we're losing at halftime. And all I remember, there was just complete panic. Panic. Everyone was panicking. We're supposed to be a good team. We're going to lose three in a row. That doesn't happen. And, And it's hard for me because I look at, like, the Padres. Are they a bad team because they spent so much money, but they're, what, 38 and 35? Like, it's hard for me to tell if the Brewers right now with all these swings are a good team or a bad team. Does that affect the players Um, in any way where there's a panic? There, no. I I don't think, I really just don't think baseball allows for that type of panic now. If you're talking about a longer losing stretch of, like, what the Pirates are in right now, I think they're currently at eight or nine. That's when it just starts to feel like, okay, you know, what's going on here? You just kind of feel like everything against you, right? Like every call is against you. Every bounce of the ball is against you. All the close plays are against you. The other team seems to be getting all the breaks. Um, I just, but I don't think there's really room for that panic because you're just, you're on to the next at bat. You're on to the next game, the next day, the next series, whatever. So it's like, this team has certainly gone through those stretches. They've had two six-game losing streaks. 
they've had series where you're like, you know, like on the road trip, they get swept by the Colorado Rockies who are in the bottom of the National League West. Then here at home, of course, you know, the sweep against the Oakland A's, people are like, what is happening here um, I, from the outside? And so I think you just – I think the players know that, like, baseball is impossible to predict. Um there's not the, like, like what you're talking about with the Super Bowl season of, like, we should win this, we should do this. It's like, you hope you can take advantage of those series, but I think everyone recognizes, like, baseball is just a crazy game. And you can catch even a bad team at a, at a bad time if they're hot and they're playing well, which was the case with the Oakland A's. I think even with the Cincinnati Reds, like, they're on a 10-game winning streak. That was completely unexpected three weeks ago. Um so that's kind of how quickly things can change in baseball. But I, I think this team has done a good job of just sort of like weathering the storm. Do you feel, Sophia, as we talk with Sophia Minert here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy about all things Brewers who won over the Diamondbacks last night, 7-5, have an afternoon game to complete that uh, series with Arizona. Do you think that they're going to be able to get healthy enough in time to actually make a a realistic kind of evaluation of where they are by the trade deadline? I I hope so. I mean, I think if you're talking about the trade deadline, I think probably the only piece that would be a question mark there would be Brandon Woodruff. But by then, you know, you hope, I mean, I think, you know, right now they're relatively at full strength in the position player group. Um, You know, you got Willie Donis and Jesse Winker back. They're still trying to get things going offensively. You know, Tyrone Taylor is working his way back from an elbow injury, but they've sort of addressed the depth there with adding Rymel Tapia. They have Blake Perkins up, who's performed really well. And then you've got Sal Freelich, who's working his way back from a thumb injury in AAA. So you feel like those could be options if Tyrone's taking a little bit longer. Um, so I think position player group, they're, they're actually in a pretty good spot. It's just it, Brandon Woodruff is sort of the big missing piece right now in the pitching staff and then kind of what that does. So, I think they've got a big stretch here coming up before the All-Star break. They're going to have 10 straight games within the division. They'll have three against Pittsburgh, four against the Cubs, and then three against the Reds again before the All-Star break. So I think that will maybe help um, with at least the, the division standings going into the break. And then when you come back, it's your, I think, 10 days or so away from the trade deadline. Sophia, we appreciate the time. Always love the insights of the Brewers and insights into whatever other goofy topic we happen to be talking about here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Yes, we, we cover all the things. We History, try to. Three, Titanic, <laughs> baseball, food. <laughs> she could have saved Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, Thanks, so guys, I have, have never seen. Day. I've never seen the movie, but Ashton has always maintained that Rose could have saved Jack. Is she gone? No, I, I'm oh. here. Oh, okay, yeah. I are, are you in that camp? Are you on the camp that that Rose could have saved Jack? That there was enough room on whatever they, she was floating on there. Yes, I feel like she could have at least made room. Exactly. You just, know, just she could have at least made an effort. She could have made an effort. Now, I've also seen interviews where they've asked James Cameron, the producer of Titanic, this question. He said no. So, I don't know if you want to take the producer's word for it. Yeah, I mean... Why would you listen to a producer ever? I've got eyes. Like, I can see. I mean, I haven't seen it, but, you know, I guess I trust Ashton's eyes. And your eyes in in this instance. You've never seen it? No, never seen Titanic. I've never seen it either, yeah. You guys should watch it together. Ooh, movie night. Wait, really? Yeah. Well, I know how it ends. 
<laughs> yeah, the movie was spoiled a hundred years before it was made. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know. It's, I've just are, never you guys seen are it. Really missing out. Well, I, I've never seen it, Sophia. And when it came out, like I, I know, again, my my, I've got a sister who's two years older than me, and like her and her friends were absolutely obsessed with it. I never went to go see it in theaters. And then, as you mentioned, like even if I wanted to watch it. As it, you know, after it came out on VHS, it was a daunting task. It came as a two VHS sets. There are just so many things that, oh, that yeah. just, it was just intimidating to look at those two VHSs and go, yeah, I'm going to sit down and, and watch this this afternoon. But how have you not even just caught part of it, like on, you know, the the classic, you know, movie channel reruns? You know, I mean, it's, I feel like it's on almost every day, if not every right. other day. You can, I mean, you can find Sophia. Titanic on a, on a channel. This, somebody can, anyways. Does this fall yeah. into the category of a of, of a chick flick or no? I probably. I mean, there's there's romance to it. Um, Ash, would you agree? It's kind of a chick flick. Maybe that's why we were all obsessed with it. Yeah, I mean, it has that. But there's like always a negative connotation to the term chick flick. Sure. And I'm not gonna lie. I love yeah, chick flicks. Yeah. And, and, and I, great. For for not seeing it as popular as the movie was, it's an iconic movie yeah, regardless of it. genre. Yeah, you guys should watch it together. But you at this and, point, yeah. Right. Like right. at this point, I've just never. Yeah, I'm 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 sure it's on some streaming platform somewhere. I'm, I'm sure it's very easily accessible. It's just again, it's a large undertaking. Who's got that kind of time? I'm sorry, Gabe. How many well, times have you seen would, that Star I would Wars? I liken it to a round of golf. You know, it's how many oh, hours that's good, of golf yeah. do you watch? Yep. How many hours of golf do you watch on TV? Unhealthy amount, game. It's actually a shorter commitment compared to like watching a day of golf. <laughs> All right. Well, when when you put it like that, Sophia, and you know, it, it <laughs> seems less, but also. <laughs> We'll see if we okay. I, I will try to watch it before the end of the baseball season, and won't. I will report back when you join us at some point on, on a future Wednesday. Please do. Okay. I wait your review. All right. I I, uh. <laughs> I don't think Chewy's in, but I am in. Sophia, appreciate it. We look for uh, have a good day at the ballpark today. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Sophia Minner joins us. Yeah, we said goodbye to her and then somehow ended up talking about Titanic for a little bit longer. I could have kept going, honestly. Well, yeah, because you're, you're Ash, a big man. Ash, Ash is a sensitive one here, huh? Well, is that news? Yeah, I think we, that was one we already kind of no. knew. Yeah, I guess so.